0: The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio.
1: And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network with Kelly Smith, Vice President of Marketing and Sales for Care Partners Senior Living. And Kelly and I are talking about the big G, as we would say, grief, Grief. Um, dealing with the loss, dealing with um, the loss of a loved one, how, and we're going to talk this segment a little bit about how do we support those that are in the grief process? Sometimes they feel like they can't talk about it. Sometimes they feel like they are, you know, they just want to cocoon in their life or they don't even reach out to you. Um, but if it's somebody that you love and you care about, I think sometimes we need to be proactive and we need to take initiative. And I am hoping that we are going to talk a little bit about some of these things that we can do. So Kelly, welcome back. Thank you.
0: It's good to be here.
1: So you talked a little bit about people, you know, how they can support others um, in the grief process. What um, I guess the first thing is, is that we've all gone through grief in our lives, but at varying degrees. And obviously a senior most likely has seen a lot of different scenarios in their age because of that they've, they've, and they may have lost a longtime spouse of 50, 60 years. I, I can only imagine. Is that right?
0: Absolutely. And and you have to remember that for grief for an elderly person, you know, we, we have to take in mind what, what all that entails, because it also means Mm -hmm. a change in lifestyle. It can, and right. you've got concerned children that have lives of their own and everybody's trying to tell you what you should do. Mm-hmm. And they do that, whether again, 35, 55, 85, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Your family's always going to you know, have an opinion about what your next step should be. Mm-hmm. And What I'm going to tell you guys from actual experience is there's a whole other way to handle this. Um, and, and I think, again, one of the things you have to do is you need to, you need to hone in your listening skills, mm-hmm. pay attention to what mom really needs. You know, again, we talked about lots of times. People think, well, this would be a good opportunity for mom to move to a retirement community and get that house off her hands. Well, okay, are you actually projecting how you feel about mom's house, yeah. or you know, are or is this reality? The right. only time I would ever recommend, in all honesty, that somebody try to remove somebody from the family home after a death is if that person has dementia and they're a danger to themselves alone. That, right. I mean, that's common sense mom has arthritis and she can't do the lawn. Well, let me ask you something. If you don't have time to do it, can your family pony up 200 bucks a month to have somebody come mow her lawn every week? You know, solve the problem instead of trying to erase the problem. Right. And there's a reason people want to stay in their home. You know, a month later, I'm still finding love notes. Yeah. You reach in a pocket of a sweater they used to wear and there's the tissue that they had. They They come back to you in bits and pieces. Now you've got 50 years of this in a home you've been in for 40 and your kids are trying to talk you into moving. The children don't understand that maybe once or twice a week, that person in a bit or a piece somewhere comes back to you. Yep. So why are you going to remove mom from that? Exactly. It's not, I mean, it's a process problem. Get a hold of her friends, her support group, her, yeah. if she has a church, a bridge club, who, who does she have in her life that is her support group? Maybe mm-hmm. you get them all together and come over and say, you know what? We're here to organize and clean, but we're only going to do what you say. We're yeah. here to support you today. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about mom's house, somebody can come over and run a vacuum cleaner. You don't have to move mom out of her memories until she's ready. And when she's ready, yeah. she'll make that decision and it'll be okay for everyone at that time. Mm-hmm. But you also have to understand what she's dealing with. And again, a lot of times after a funeral, that's when everybody kind of goes back to their own lives. You might call mom a couple times a week and check on her. Um, but are you stopping in? Yeah. You know, we had a gentleman that moved into our Mount Lake Terrace community and his wife passed away after a couple of years and all he ever wanted in the hallway was a hug oh yes that's there all he wanted go. he just he missed that connection now could we replace Shirley's hugs god no absolutely oh, no. not but could we give that man comfort and the answer is yes because sometimes that's all these people need is just mm-hmm. somebody to let them know they still matter Yeah, you know when you lose a spouse I don't think people understand especially when they were close I've never seen anybody take better care of their spouse than that lovely man did to his wife and it was really hard on him and so what do you do and it wasn't just me it was the whole community would give him hugs and hold his hand and see how he's Mm -hmm. doing and check on him and I felt like he got a lot of love the last year of his life from People who didn't even really know him that well, you know, absolutely They, they knew what he needed because they paid attention. And mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying to families. Stop in. Even if you've got five minutes, drive by mom's house, knock on the door, hug her and leave. Yeah. You don't have to stay for two hours, you know, send some yeah. food over to her house just because you're thinking about her. Let her know. She still matters. People need to have purpose. Mm-hmm. And our elderly folks are already suffering from that. Are you inviting them to the things the kids are doing at school? Are you still keeping them in the loop with family stuff? Are you calling to gossip? Guess what I heard about, you know, Cousin Luba, you're not going to believe this. I mean, share with them the things that are happening in their life. And remember, there's a hole that's missing and something's going to have to fill that that's never replaceable. But something's got to give them, again, a reason. Mm -hmm. And just because Mm -hmm. they're an assisted living community, don't assume that they've got plenty of friends and plenty of things to do. And they're, oh, they're so occupied. They still miss that family connection. As a
1: matter of fact, you're probably mindful of the fact that they might even be isolating themselves in their grief. And, you know, your job might be to help encourage them to come out and, you know, be part of the community. And I know that's so important. I know when I love lost my father I have told this story several times but when I lost my dad um I was active I sang in choir of the sound at the time and so I remember um I was just so so overwhelmed I couldn't I couldn't memorize all this music that we had this big concert coming up and I was going like oh my gosh I I just can't do it and so I just hunkered down it was too much and the director, the director called me, which I was I'm blown away. Suzanne, you've been gone the last two th- two sessions. I understand you lost your dad. And I just want you to know that this is a time when, you know, when we're here for you and I want you to show up and I don't want you to pressure yourself. And he told me, even if you can sing only one song, it's okay. You're here to be supported. And I, I'll never forget how much that meant to me because all of a sudden i had this community and they all put their arms around me and they were there and we did believe it or not there was a song that we did because it was our pop a concert and it was one of my dad's signature songs that he always played on the piano and i was standing there in the middle of the performance just bawling my eyes out oh no it was okay you know and it was okay so the idea is obviously can we be creative and, and find ways to, to make connection acceptable and okay. And I think that's the thing that I hope that we can get from this conversation.
0: Well, exactly. It's like, for example, we've had people move in that lost a spouse that had dementia. Do you know how many places we've taken people from because a gentleman was wrongly um, labeled? Yeah. Because- I'm sure. He, he's confused. Yeah. He's looking for the connection he had with this woman who's no longer there. Yeah. And he's not a sexual predator. He's just a lonely old man who wants somebody to hug him and hold his hand.
1: Exactly. Why aren't we
0: hugging this man and holding his hand? Why? Why are we withdrawing affection and, and things for people just because they're not well, he's not my grandfather. And and you know, again, what are we doing to support people? And instead of giving them behaviors and, mm-hmm. and, and picking on them, why don't we find out why they're acting the way they are and see what yeah. we can do to give them the comfort they're looking for? Well, and I think that goes back to, you know, with your residents,
1: you really do a deep dive on what their passions are, what they're interested in, um, you know, the things that they love to do, because to be you know, to be uh creative and find ways to to create that connection, you know, you could do that through an activity, you could do that through a, a country drive, you could go look at the autumn leaves, you could find um, you know, therapy dogs. Hey, there you go. <laughs> and um <clears throat> And, uh, there's different ways in which we can, um, work together as a community. And I, and I, I love the fact that we're talking about this. Cause I, I think a lot of people would love to be there for their loved ones, but they don't necessarily know how to right. do that. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah. And, so, and that's,
0: you know, that's it um and, and again they can also get a hold of the communities if mom and dad are in an assisted living community you can get a hold mm-hmm. of that activities director too and kind of find out what kind of things was was mom into before how can we get her back involved how can i help what can we yeah. do um sometimes even just showing up for an activity in the building to encourage mom to come to the first one might be what she needs mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but again you know and, and like you said that deep down Conversation with these families too. We also want to know does mom want to talk about dad? Yeah. If we bring up certain things, is that going to hurt her feelings? When was their anniversary? Would she appreciate it if we sent flowers? I mean, tell us, tell us how to handle this because again, you want to make sure you're also doing the right thing and not causing more stress. Right. Um, But again, these families being able to share with us, you know, even stories about their mom and dad and things that help us connect to these folks even more. Because again, grief becomes maybe there's an
1: opportunity to, to journal, maybe there's an opportunity to do a podcast about, you know, remembering Wanda or whatever that is, we could tell stories. Um, get on a Zoom call and bring the family members together and talk about it. Where no matter where they lived, so that they always have that record, they can always pull that up and they can they can have that family memory. Well, and there's of, also if
0: you're not sure how to start, time. there's also a lot of good books out there that are actually mm-hmm. interactive books. You can sit down and you can ask mom mm-hmm. questions and fill them out. Um, you know, if there's things you guys want to know about your family history and things like this. Um, you know, and there's stories, you know, there's mm-hmm. things that I still don't know about my parents. They've been married 57 years. Do you think we know everything? Absolutely not. No. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's stories that maybe mom wants to share with her kids, mm-hmm. um, things that people might want to know about that loved one. And yeah. but if you shut them down every time they want to talk because your feelings are hurt, cause you lost your dad, mm-hmm. you know, that's the other thing is sometimes we got to put ourselves in that other person's shoes and realize mm-hmm. that if they're talking about this, it's because they need to.
1: Yep, And we are going to be right back, everyone, right after this.
0: The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com.